Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. Bachelor in Paradise is over, but I couldn't let the season go without one more episode. So I've got a big guest today. On the line, we've got Reality Steve Carbone. Steve, have you considered legally changing your name to Reality Steve? <laughs> it's funny. I have been asked that, like, because a lot of people, like, don't know my last name or some people kind of remember me from my sports talk radio days in L.A. And then it just, they, then they read an article about me and they're like, oh, wait a second, you were the guy that worked for Jim Rome? And, and then read a correlation that Reality Steve is Steve Carbone. It is kind of weird, but um, <laughs> I think I'll just stick with my regular name for now. Okay, fair enough. If you ever go on The Bachelor, <laughs> you'll just be Reality Steve. Yeah. That'll be like, yeah, that'll never happen. your funny name. No, they would, they would never let you on. Um, okay, so. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> haven't done a pod yet since the Bachelor in Paradise finale, so I want to talk about that a little bit with you. And then we'll yeah. talk a little bit about Nick. Probably a lot about Nick. And then let's do a little uh, Ben and Lauren preview because they're in L.A. and they're filming like right now. Um, So let's 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 talk paradise first. So we ended up with three three engaged couples. We have uh, Josh and Amanda. We have Lace and Grant and right. Lace and Grant and uh, Grant and the the real shocker, Carly and Evan. I can't believe it. (laughs) First of all. I just didn't know that Evan was like legit. Like from from what your sources are telling you, is that real? Um, I mean, <laughs> it is to the extent of if we're basing those three couples, and I think one of the biggest things in the Bachelor franchise is when you get to the final couple, if they don't live in the same state, right? That's a pretty big move for somebody, and at least. Evan and Carly live 10 minutes from each other in Nashville. So right. That's if huge. I'm going to say someone's going to work out, no one has to make a life-changing move in that relationship. That's a great so point. It, it makes me think that they at least have a shot. But then again, Andy and Josh live 10 minutes from each other in Atlanta, and we know what happened to them. Yeah. So, Evan, and, um, Evan and Carly are much more genuine people, though. I've come around on Carly. I used to like really make fun of her, but now she's like the same normal one of the group, and I don't know. I like her. I can't, I can't believe it, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone saw Evan coming, especially after all of his antics on uh, JoJo season and then just the first few episodes where Carly was repulsed by the guy. Like, usually yeah. you don't see that. You you come around on a guy or whatever, or you can come around on a girl after a couple dates. But what, the things that Carly was saying, and I know they addressed it on the After Paradise show, but it, it had to hurt Evan. As a guy with an ego, you don't want to hear... You know, yes, we knew the finale. They knew the finality that they ended up together, but that had to have been a blow to his ego to watch that sure. back and hear his fiance tell him <laughs> that tell say things that she did. It was that was pretty bad. It's so absurd that they're engaged. Like, okay, just do it for the show, and then just be like, yeah, we're dating. We're not engaged. I think it seems like Nashville. That's where Nashville is where uh, Sean and Caitlin are living, right? Yeah, they live in Nashville. It seems like Nashville is like a, a good natural habitat for these bachelor alumni. Like better than obviously better than LA. LA is like the death knell. You gotta leave. And Chicago like was one. It just seems like these small like that's like a good city for them for whatever reason. I, I don't know. I feel like that's like a it's like if you were in a zoo and you were trying to like make an, a habitat for bachelor alums, you would make it similar to Nashville or something. It's funny because a while there, a while ago was Seattle. Because right. that's where Desiree came from, it's where Catherine came from, it's where Molly came from, and then like you said, it did move to Chicago, 
And now Nashville has seemed to be getting a lot of run as the the it city. Um, That's such a weird for phenomenon. Final couples. It's yeah, just, it's, it's very. It's weird, really weird how like it becomes like the providence of like a certain city that like populates these shows and then like where they go to yeah. like be successful. But I don't know. I'm like I'm I'm weirdly happy for Carly and Evan. I'm I'm like kind of glad that worked out. So from what I've heard, Evan's like a really nice guy. So I guess that's nice. And he drives a Maserati and a Lambo. He does. He does have that. Yes, he does. He's very well off. He yeah. is. Is he? Is he? Did he yes. make money on his own, or uh, is he? Like, yeah, well, money? I know it's that. It's the fact that he owns like three different erectile dysfunction cl- erectile dysfunction <laughs> clinics. Like he owns them outright. Oh and he dr- I mean, if you look okay. at you look at his Instagram page, he's not shy about showing off the fact that he owns a Maserati and a Lambo. So. Um, with that said, uh, maybe that was an appeal for Carly. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm not going to jump to conclusions here, but, you know. He has so three kids, has right? He's got three kids, yes. That's a lot. That's more <laughs> than Amanda. Boys. Three boys that are like, I want to say like 14, 11, and 8. No, we're not talking like three little ones. He's got like grown ones. Whoa. You know, fairly grown. Yeah. Wow. Is, um, is, uh, yeah, so is their a, mother in Nashville, yeah. too? I believe... I think, I believe so. I believe, yeah, she is in the area, from what I hear, yeah. What did you know about Evan before uh, JoJo season? Like, was he, like, on your radar as someone who could, like, become a character? I knew he was going to be a character just by his job title and uh-huh. the fact that, and I thought that was the reason he did get cast, because I don't think anybody in a million years ever thought that JoJo Fletcher was going to pick Evan Bass at the end of that thing. There's yeah. no way. She just, you know, we knew JoJo's little background of what she likes, and it wasn't Evan Bass. Um, but the fact that they loved the job title and they made sure to make as many puns as they could during the season of him being erectile dysfunction specialist, uh, I think that played a role into why he was even on the show in the first place. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, let's face it, I, you know, everybody's got, you know, looks are subjective. But when you look at the type of guys they cast on the show, does Evan jump out at you as somebody that would be in the upper echelon no. of good-looking guys in the history of this franchise? No, 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 no. no. But, so that's why I think he got cast because of his job. He is so. just, I don't know, he's had a, I, I, what a whirlwind with Evan. From him just being, like, annoying and, like, the narc of the group on JoJo season season to having <laughs> uncontrollable erections on Paradise, I mean, we've just, <laughs> we've been through so much with him. <laughs> I know. It's such, a, it's such a, talk about a journey. I mean, he, yeah. he had quite the arc. I mean, outside of Nick, I can't think of anybody who had... <laughs> a bigger arc-changing storyline from Bachelorette to Paradise than Evan. I'm uh, I'm just happy for him. I've decided I'm all in on Evan. Evan and Carly, I want them to work out. I just, I don't know why, but after, like, everything she went through last season, now I just, I'm just rooting for them. I think that's cool. So. Yeah, with Kirk and, you know, she had to watch her best friend get engaged and she got to be in her best friend's wedding and it's almost like it was a, um, it was going to happen for Carly this season, some hell or high water, that yeah. she was going to get engaged at the end. I'm happy you for know? her. Uh, I'm less happy for Josh and Amanda. I'm very concerned about that relationship. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the rumors have already started. There's already been reports out there that, you know, they've already had two breakups, and Josh is acting basically like he did Andy, like he did when he said he acted like in his book, in her book, like that he is just, 
so um, up and down in terms of his relationship. But then you see Amanda come out uh, and defend him, and they post pictures of the, her and him and the kids at Disneyland. It's just like, okay, you know, I guess time, time will tell with them. But I have heard rumblings behind the scenes that what we see on social media and I say this for a lot of the couples, is what they want us to see. It's a facade. Yeah, of course. And so that's true for all humans. In trouble. That's true for everyone who has Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not just yeah, Josh and I mean, <laughs> But especially, I, I, I take it to the 10th degree with this franchise because these people have fans and they want to appease their fans and they have to let their fans know because the normal, every everyday couple, the average couple that nobody knows, um, can post stuff on social media or whatever. Nobody's going to write about it. But when there's a story in a tabloid about Amanda and Josh have already broken up twice, and then the very next day Amanda and Josh are posting pictures of each other, it's like, hey, we're trying to prove a point here. I mean, it's, it's obvious what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I've heard rumblings. So let's, let's, let's see how this plays out, because I don't see it long-term for those two. Did you, I just don't. Did you hear what Nick had to say about Josh when he came on this pod? Oh, yeah. I, I listened to that interview with a fine-tooth comb. I have a lot of <laughs> thoughts on what Nick said to you. Okay, um, we'll, get to, we'll get to Nick in a second. But Nick yeah. Nick does not paint Josh in a good light. So No, no. And, and you know what? I, I mean, from everything that I've heard, I've never had any association with Josh. Um, but from everything that I have heard, what Nick said was accurate, that he – says all the right things for the cameras and he's very very phony and um people don't buy his act and they think that he was just doing and saying the right things and basically went on the show to try and repair his image from andy's book that pretty much eviscerated him and um i don't think he really did a great job of changing people's opinion that had read the book uh if anything he probably fed into it more but i see what he was doing um I don't think but yeah, what Nick said about him, I agree with. Who's reading this book? Did you read it, Steve? You read it. I, re- I read the main parts that I needed to read. I did not read it from beginning <laughs> to end. I, needed, I wanted to read the parts about Nick. I wanted to read the parts about Juan Pablo. I wanted to read the parts about Josh, and that's what I read. Because you're a true professional. You were doing your research. I, I support that. Yeah. But but um, I noticed that Andy's book, I think, is like on the New York Times bestseller list. And like, find me one person who's actually read this book. I, 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 don't, I don't know how that it's, happened. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of these things where that's totally a book. If you're a Bachelor fan and you've got 20 or 30 minutes to kill before a movie, you go down to Barnes & Noble and you will skim the parts that you want to read about Josh. And especially after this, I saw this story, I think it was on Us Weekly yesterday or the day before, that Andy said her book sales increased once Paradise started airing, and why not? I mean, yeah, they talk of course. about it every episode. Totally. So, I know. The book her, was like, the the book was like a, a Paradise storyline, basically. The book. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's, uh, again, it's it's her word against his. Her book is her version of the story. Josh has his version. But for him to say the whole thing was lies and the whole thing is false, it's just idiotic on his part. And if he's not going to follow it up with, it's a lie because this, 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 and this, and this story is a lie because this, this, then Josh, be quiet. Because that doesn't, just to say, like, oh, the whole thing is lies, is totally false. And right. There were stories that she told in there where there were multiple witnesses. So do we need to go to all those people and ask them, did this really happen, Josh? Like, my guess is a lot of the stuff that Andy said in the book happened. Um, she just might have had a different take on it overall. Right. But, okay, we're going yeah. to come back uh, to the book in a minute. We'll talk about Nick more. But yeah. 
a couple more things about Paradise. I used to hate mm-hmm. the, hate the twins, and now I miss the twins. So I think that I need a twins TV show. I don't know what that show is, but like something yeah. something with them. Like maybe not a TV show, but like a web show. Like ten minutes with the twins every week. Maybe they answer questions. They do some dance routines. I don't know what it is, but I've really come around on the twins. I, I think almost everyone in Paradise, maybe with the exception of Jared, I like more than I did before they arrived. I think. It's about a year ago now, from right around the time they started filming Ben's season of The Bachelor, when yeah. I had released the twins as contestants. I said it then, and I said it throughout Ben's season, and then especially on Paradise. I'm, I'm, I'm of the same opinion, that I get a kick out of that. I yeah. can watch them do silly, blonde stuff forever, for an hour a day. And I don't care if it's an act. I think it's funny, and I get a kick out of it. And they don't take themselves too seriously, so I think it's funny. Yeah. And... That's the biggest part of them that I, I just I don't think that they take themselves very seriously. Um, I, now, if I want to give my professional advice to them about finding men, they <laughs> probably need to separate a little bit more yeah. if they really want to find somebody. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I, doing dual ITMs and doing each other's makeup and wiping each other's tears and stuff like that—that's that's that's funny to me. Yeah. I think they're. I think they're funny. I think we need to move them over to the VH1. I think VH1 could could <laughs> do a lot for them, but they need to get off of yeah. network television and maybe the ABC world. Yeah. I don't I don't know if yeah. uh, Freeform is really going to be the answer for Ben and Lauren, but who knows? Yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah. In in general, I thought this was a pretty solid Paradise season. It always kind of just fades for the last week. You're just sort of like, okay, we know who's together. The only the only surprise, I guess, was or there could have been surprise with Nick and Jen. But the Nick news broke before the show was over. And let's let's talk more about that. But for a second, I just need to talk about my sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Casper. Casper is a sleep brand that created one perfect mattress sold directly to consumers, eliminating commission-driven inflated prices. Its award-winning sleep surface was developed in-house, has a sleek design, and is delivered in a small how-do-they-do-that size box. In addition to the mattress, Casper also offers an adaptive pillow and soft, breathable sheets. Let me tell you more about the mattress. An in-house team of engineers spends thousands of hours developing it. It combines springy latex and supportive memory foam for a sleep surface that's got just the right sink and just the right bounce. Plus, it's breathable design, just like those sheets, sleeps cool to help you regulate your temperature through the night. If you're wondering how much it costs, well, I've got great news for you. Casper mattresses cost anywhere from $500 for a twin, $600 for a twin XL for you college kids, $750 for a full, $850 for a queen, and $950 for a king. Most of the time, mattresses are well over $1,500, so this is a deal. Plus, buying a Casper mattress is completely risk-free. Casper offers free delivery and free returns with a 100-night home trial. You don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. Casper understands the importance of truly sleeping on a mattress before you commit, especially considering you're going to spend a third of your life on it. That's only slightly terrifying. To get $50 off any mattress from Casper, go to casper.com slash bachelor and use the code bachelor. Again, it's casper.com slash bachelor. Use my code. I'll get the credit for sending you there. And you want me to be happy, and you'll get your mattress $50 off. Okay, let's talk more, Steve. I want to get back into Nick. So let's start with his ending with Jen. So um, I never assumed that Nick and Jen were going to make it. Like, there was just no way. And it seemed like people were surprised that they broke up. I mean, it was not a surprise because his bachelor news was an- announced before before the finale, but 
like it seemed like that there's some controversy controversy over his breakup with Jen, and I don't get that. Like obviously Nick Vial is not leaving Paradise Engaged. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, and not to mention the spoilers were out two months before all that. That's right. a, another reason why we knew Nick and Jen weren't lasting. But I think for them. In all the years that the show has been doing their thing, you know, they don't acknowledge spoilers. They don't acknowledge me, which I get. I understand it. <laughs> um, they can't. No. But They're contractually one, obligated to was, ignore you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, you know, we, if you followed on social media, once Paradise ended filming, which was end of June, there were plenty of social media pictures of Josh and Amanda together. Uh, Evan and Carly slipped up a couple times, and Grant and Lace weren't very careful. People had seen them together. Like, it was confirmed. And this was after I posted the spoiler, so it was confirmed. But that was that was the contestants essentially spoiling their own storyline. For the show to actually announce Nick as The Bachelor before the finale, like, that is the first time in the history of the show that I can remember where they gave out their own spoiler. Like, I had never seen that before, and that was definitely interesting that they did that. They've never done that before. Like, that's the show acknowledging, hey, we haven't aired our finale yet of Paradise, but we're telling you Nick's the Bachelor, so obviously you know he and Jen don't make it next week. But they've never done that before. And I thought that was really interesting. So, yeah, let's get into that more. Do you have any information on why they did that and how Nick came to be cast as Bachelor? Uh, You know, I've heard a lot of things, and I honestly don't know what to believe. My thinking is this. Um, through everything that I've gathered, my thinking was it was going to be Luke. Um, we've seen interviews of Luke saying, yeah. I had a flight out Monday morning, and they called me Sunday night and told me I didn't get it. P.S. Um, thank they God. Went another direction. Thank God it's not yeah. Luke. I'm so happy it's not Luke. <laughs> <laughs> but my thinking is, I think they just, and they haven't really given a good reason as to why they chose Nick. They just keep saying, like, well, we just kept coming back to Nick, and who deserves it more? And it's like, Nick doesn't deserve it any more than the next guy does. Like, it does, that's a horrible explanation. But it's, they can say what they want. They, it's their show. They can choose whoever they want to be The Bachelor. I've really got no problem with Nick as The Bachelor. I um, think he's going to be great. My thinking is they knew that um, Luke was out there, and they knew that I think a lot of people were convinced it was going to be Luke. Mm-hmm. And I think they honestly just went for shock value. I really do. I think they just... Wanted to shock people and wanted people to tune in to After Paradise, which got horrible ratings. Uh, it got half the ratings that it did last year. Now, granted, it aired on Tuesday this year instead of Monday. But um, I think they went for a shock value. They wanted people to tune in. And they obviously, they waited till the very last segment of After Paradise on that Tuesday to announce Nick. Um, I think it was just a shock value to go after people and get people talking. And obviously, Nick is a very polarizing figure. Uh, in the franchise, this will now be his fourth show that he's done. He's only one other person in the history of the franchise that's done more shows than him, and that's Chris Mikowski. No one else has even done four. Yeah, a ton have done a ton have done three. Nick has now done four, and Chris Mikowski has done five. And so he's and I and I get he's got a story. I mean, you know, the bridesmaid twice, uh, you know, broke up with Jen at the end. So I get the storyline for him. Um, I think they just decided to go for shock value. I really do. I don't know if I buy that. that there was anything more than that. I don't know, because by my calculations, filming, I bet, starts next week for Nick. Yeah, Uh, it it starts next week. Next Thursday or something? They usually start on a Thursday. Uh, I think it usually starts on Thursday, but um, I know that some girls 
fly out Wednesday, so there's no way it starts Thursday night. So my oh. guess is Friday or Saturday now. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because usually they have the next days off after they yeah, have so the next day. Next day they're off. off. Yeah. yeah. So they could start Friday, have Saturday off, and date will start next Sunday. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, I just it's a really tight timeline with like announcing Nick when like from a month out like it just seems like putting work on more work on yourself although i guess that also happened with jojo right like they also decided her at the last minute yeah jojo was a pretty last second decision and that's and jojo started filming three days after ben's finale aired right um bachelor they usually have a little bit more time they basically they announced nick the same time that they announced ben last season it was like that second to last after paradise episode and Ben's season started filming September 24th, I think. I'll never forget because so, I, I mean, was same there. Thing. About, give about a three-and-a-half-week uh, leeway there. Sure. And, uh, but they had picked Luke. But I'm just saying, like, they had, they, it was always going to be Ben. Like, if you watched Ben on Caitlin's yeah, season, yeah. like, you knew it was always going to be him, so they had time to plan. I'm not so interested in the announcement so much as, like, why did they ditch Luke when they had, you know, seemed like they were pretty – if you believe Luke, they are pretty far down the road with him and then just decided to go with – Nick, like that is you want me to, confusing. Do you want me to act like a tabloid here and tell you what I hear? Yeah, I can't say that this is even true. Yeah, what did you tell? This these are all rumors. Here are the can't we have some yeah. rumors? <laughs> yeah. So the rumor I heard, and I have no idea if it's true or not, is that ABC told Luke we want access to your music, and Luke said absolutely not, and they said okay, see ya, we're going with someone else. Really, his music? They want, they, they want the rights. They want the rights to his music. That's so, fascinating. That's what I heard. Huh. But that doesn't, but it, see, when I hear something like that, I was like, okay, that could be it. But then why was Luke telling us weekly, I was set to leave the next morning, and they called me and said no. So obviously he had agreed to something. Yeah. Or he was fine with something being done regarding his music. So that's why I don't know how much stock to put into that story, because it's according to Luke, unless Luke is exaggerating or lying, um, he was set to leave Monday, and they called him Sunday night and said, we're, we've gone in a different direction. And maybe they went in a different direction because Luke wasn't um, adhering to their request to have the rights to his music. Like, there's so many different angles that could have gone, but honestly, I don't know why they did what they did. Um, it's very confounding. Why they went off Luke, and they've never given us a clear explanation, and they, they never will. They don't have to. Right. And they're going to do their show and people are going to watch anyway. So I guess that's why they don't care. I'm, I'm excited but, about Nick. I, you know, I've for, for yeah. many years maligned him, but after meeting him, I'm convinced he'll be great. And he was, I don't know. I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. I'm so, I've talked about this before. I am dying to know what kind of girls they cast for him. Like, I'm just so curious. First of all, we know he likes brunettes. We also know that he, yeah. he, uh, likes kind of petite brunettes, but like Nick is not a spring chicken. Like how old are these girls going to be? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, do, have, have you gotten any, yeah, well, any uh, information on the contestants yet? I've got about eight girls. I haven't released any of them yet. I've got about eight that I know are going to be on the show. Um, and honestly, it's the same exact crop of girls that they cast every season. Hmm. Mid-20s to late-20 girls. Um, okay, that's older, You know, though. there is the rumor. Ben's girls were young. There is the rumor that I'm – say that again? Ben's girls were young. The twins are 23. Oh, yeah, the twins. I forgot about them. Um, I think, you know, the last the last older, quote-unquote, Bachelor we had was Brad's second season. Brad was 38 the right. second time around. Wow. And he ended up picking Emily Maynard, who at the time was 25. Right. Like, 
Um, I hate Brad. So I, they don't, they'll never change their base of girls. Will there be a couple girls in their 30s? I'm sure. But it's still going to be a majority of mid-20s girls who are, you know, size zero and size two. Like, that's what they cast. It's never changed in the history of the show. So, um, but for the girls that I have, I haven't noticed any... <laughs> It's like I see this. It's like the same girls, just different names every season. They all kind of look alike. They're, Ashley, they're Ashley, some, Lauren, they're, they're, Lauren. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's really just there's okay. one girl that, uh, assuming she makes it and doesn't get. I mean, because they still cut people at the very last minute, so a couple of these girls might not end up getting on. I think they will. Um, one of them's got a really, um, you know, the tragic backstory with. Uh, a guy from her past and um you know you ha- have you seen the this came out like about a month ago but um have you seen that the survivor co-wrong winner michelle is possibly a contestant this season survivor what the last survivor season michelle, oh really the bartender the bartender us weeks broke that that oh she God. had um just like they posted jordan like 11 days before jojo season like, yeah. hey, jordan rogers is gonna be a contestant um, they said that Michelle had attended a um, casting call in New York City, and I don't think Us Weekly posts that if they don't have yeah. information that she's going to be on. Like that wouldn't make any sense for them to post that, and then Michelle not get on. Now, I think she's going to do it based on the things that I'm hearing. I'm I'm still trying to confirm it, but do not be surprised if we see Michelle Fitzgerald Survivor co wrong winner. That's that's season. cool. That's a crossover I care about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's awesome. I'm... And and you know Michelle is very Michelle's very pretty. Yeah, I mean, Michelle's uh, an attractive girl. Um, I think she's twenty. I, she's fairly young. I think mean, she's twenty five. So she's like you said, right in that mid twenties range where most of his girls are probably going to be. Okay. You know? How do you? How do you? Yeah. Uh, like, you're not allowed to come. come you're not allowed to contact ABC people, and you don't need to confirm that. Or I, I don't want to get in trouble, so I'm just going to say what I know about you and ABC. You're not allowed to yeah. like be in touch with anyone from the show, contestants, producers, etc. So, like Correct. in the early stages, do people reach out to you? Do you just get on Facebook? Do you put out feelers for people? Like how? Like how do you get your it's, first piece of information? Yeah, it's 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 honestly a combination of all those things. I mean. I'm getting emails all the time of people saying, like, hey, I think uh, this person might be on the show this season, and then they'll give me their name, and then I, you know, look at their social media accounts, and then I can tell um, sometimes. Um, sometimes someone gives me a tip, and I need to follow up with it and make a couple emails or phone calls and just kind of go from there. But it, it, it happens, you know, as the season goes on, and once filming starts next week, uh, usually there's always dates that um, are in public and we'll, you know, we'll see stuff. And if there's, especially if there's a one-on-one date and I haven't released her yet, if there's a one-on-one date and there's clear pictures of Nick with a girl and we can clearly see her full body and full face and I don't know who it is, by the next day, usually someone will say, hey, I know that girl, it's so-and-so. And right. then I'm just like, okay, well, thank you. You know, so that usually happens. Uh, if it's a group date, it might be a little bit tougher because the picture might be a little bit uh, tougher to decipher who's who, but um, usually any pictures I get, if there's girls on the date that I don't know yet, usually if I put the picture out there within a day or two, I have most of the girls because someone will say like, oh, I know that girl, and just kind of tell me 
uh, about her. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how it works in the beginning. And have then you heard anything yet about? Have you heard anything yet about um, women from previous seasons coming back for for who are like interested in Nick? Because he's got a lot of fans. Like I know yeah. people like him. Like Jen seems like an obvious like maybe she'd go on the show. Although she says she's not going to. But it just seems like yeah. he is ripe for some alumni appearances. Yeah, and Chris Harrison just did an interview with people over, the, like, I think on Monday or Tuesday, where he said, and Chris is somewhat involved in the casting, and he even said himself, I would not be shocked if we saw someone from the past right. that shows up on next season. So he wouldn't say that. There's no way that it happened. Yeah, there's, there's, there's yeah. I'm, I'm like really now, curious to see who it is. If we take the main three girls, you know, his two bachelorette seasons in Paradise, which would be. Andy, Caitlin, or Jen, it's not going to be one of those three. No. I can guarantee you that. No. It's not, obviously, we know that. Um, I would love you know, for it to be Kayla. Be, I would, I don't lo- I would it's love it. Name. It's going to be somebody like kind of random, like someone that maybe lasted four or five episodes that was like, oh, I was always a fan of you. Or I want it to be you Kayla. Know, you've so met badly. a lot of people, too. I, I, I really want it to be Kayla. <laughs> oh, Kayla. Yeah. Oh, interesting. She's um, so weird. <laughs> that would just be great. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it. Uh, She's almost too big of a name. I honestly think now, I don't know yet. I haven't gotten any confirmation of which former contestant or possible if they do two of them uh, are going to go on. Um, So I I, I can't help out there just yet, but I don't think it'll be long before I do find out who it is. Um, And my guess is is it might be two of them. I mean, we've we've never seen more than two show up on a season, so it's not like they're going to you know, load his season with five or six girls from the past. Like, it's only going to be one or two, and my guess it's going to be somebody that's not hugely popular, but people will remember. Right. And, you know, it. You know whether or not they have a past with Nick is going to be, you know, we'll, we'll have to find out, depending on who it is. Right. So, um, <clears throat> have you heard anything about Ben and Lauren's show yet? I, other, other than a lot of cameos by contestants, because they're promoting it. Like, no, I mean, I know Nick's going to be on it. I know Chad's making an appearance. I know Grant and Race are making an appearance. Um, JoJo and Jordan are on uh, it. JoJo and Jordan are making an appearance. Yeah. So I it's think like, that's I, weird. I just think that is really I, weird. I'm sorry. Like, I know yeah, this is the like JoJo all Jordan fake. thing looks like they, yeah, and it looks like the JoJo and Jordan thing, they literally, like, the four of them went to dinner, yeah, which is kind of awkward. They go to Katsuya. I'm bummed because it's right by, yeah. my, right by my office, and I didn't know it was happening. I would have crashed it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I I just think that is so strange because it, it did seem like JoJo was, like, genuinely hurt by the breakup with Ben, and it seemed like Ben was, like, really tortured over that. So, like, if I'm Lauren, and if I'm Ben, I'm like, no, we're not doing that. Like, that's awkward. I mean, it, it, it's just as weird. Yeah, and this is the first time, I mean, we've never seen this in the history of the no. show where the couple, final couple, got a spinoff show. Like, we've never, we've never seen this. So I have no idea what to expect. Like, the show seems kind of boring. It's just, it just seems like a way to appease Ben and Lauren fans. Because why didn't we get a Sean and Caitlin spinoff? Why didn't we get a Sean and Catherine well, spinoff? I've heard um, that Sean and Caitlin have know. a bad relationship with the franchise and the show. Yeah, so. well, that seems to be obvious based on tweets and stuff. But... But it's like, why did Ben and Lauren get it over, you know, Sean and Catherine? It's because of Catherine, Ben. They love Sean and Catherine. I know, but you know? Ben is. Oh, because of Ben. Sean can't, carry, <laughs> Sean can't carry a show, but Ben can. I, Lauren can't carry a show but either. If, She's so boring, in my but opinion. But what if, like, now that the political side is not going to be part of the show, like, what is this show going to be? 
Ben and Lauren going to dinner with Kentucky. Like, yeah. I, I don't get what we're going to see here. I don't, I don't know either. And also, I guess they're filming in Denver, so probably will be a fair amount of them like living together. But even that, they're just both so such agreeable people. Yeah, they're so agreeable. Yeah. It's it, it's just kind of boring. Yeah. Can we go? Can we go back to one thing? I wanted to ask you this. Yeah, I want to go back to Paradise real quick. Sure. Like we see three engagements this year on Paradise, and mm-hmm. to me, that's almost like how Bachelor had three ended up where Nick ended up keeping the money yeah. by himself and basically ruined that show. Like you couldn't top that ending. Do you watch the challenge? What, Steve, where does Bachelor Steve, do you, Paradise go from here? Can I just ask you, do you watch the challenge? Oh, yeah. I was oh, so yeah. surprised that when Johnny Bananas took the money from Sarah, people weren't referencing Bachelor yeah. Padmore. I was like, yeah, we've seen this before, people. People do this. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, good question about Bachelor in Paradise. Where does it go from here? Uh, they need a format like, change. Where, like, what is the better ending? Like, what are we going to get? Four proposals next season? Like, I think this, this idea that Chris Harrison, when we get to the final couple, says, you have to break up or you have to get engaged. Like, that's what they're simply they're telling these people because they don't want, and this is what I heard behind the scenes, they don't want any sort of ambiguity there. They want a final answer. That's why Nick broke up with Jen and the other three couples got engaged. And Wells and Ashley, Wells is just like, look, I barely know you. I'm not getting engaged, so we might as well just break up. Right. I, I think they need to change that somehow. I don't know what the answer is. Yeah, they need a format that change. seems ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I agree with you. The, uh, you know, there's a few ways they could do it. Like one we've mentioned before on the show is if you stay together or if you're together for more than like one rose ceremony or like two rose ceremonies, you're out. You got to go. Like you need to graduate out basically. And there needs to be more drama other than just like sitting around being drunk and bored. Like there needs to, I think they need to like move around. Like I would do it kind of like road rule style. Like, I don't know if you remember one of the last seasons of road rules that people got voted in and out in real time of the RV. So like, if you, if you oh. if the audience didn't like you, they voted you out. And so then someone new would come in and that would really shake things up. I think they need to figure out a way to do it so that the cast is a set number of people, but always changing like the way they do it now. So they rotate people in and out. And that way, yeah. um, it's almost like forcing people into closer quarters. They need to like be doing more. Like I, I would I would basically apply like a road rules format to this where like they're on some kind of road trip and in some country like don't like do Mexico sure it'll be cheap for their production and they have to like survive challenges because many of these people are not so so bright so there'll be a lot of hijinks and it's yeah. like bringing bringing in like a little bit more adversity and I think like if it's sort of like a combination of like survivor and road rules like someone has to go and then they get replaced basically um, and who the hell wouldn't want to see the twins in a spelling bee like yeah, the challenge like exactly. who wouldn't want to see that I would or pay to have challenges like they need to do something have some sort of prize for the final couple like if you want to have your engagements because they want to center the show around love okay fine but between those three finalists that got engaged at the end of this past season can we get like hey one of them gets a an all expense week long trip because they did this or they want a challenge like I need uh, like an element of bachelor pad involved in paradise other than the voting out part. It just, there's something missing now. And the fact that they just had three proposals, I don't know how they can top that ending. And, and if you get four or five next season, it'll be even more ridiculous because as we know, or maybe you don't know, bachelor paradise filmed for 18 days. Like, I know. People knew each other for 18 days That's and so three ridiculous. people got, three people got engaged. That's ridiculous. Are it's you stupid. sure it was 18 days not real. and not six weeks? Are you sure about that? 18 days, oh 18 days for <laughs> paradise. It, June 8th. June 8th to June 26th. Now, Bachelor films for eight weeks, 
and Bachelorette films for eight weeks. Paradise films for eighteen days. They were home by June twenty ninth, and not... the show started filming on the twenty on the on the eighth. I have another idea. How about Ridiculous. this? How about this? Yeah. They start out, people couple up, and then they get separated, and they have to like do challenges to like get back to each other. They have to like win time with each other, basically, and then sort of like who's more yeah. committed. I don't know. I just think they need to <laughs> need to make more of a competition happening here. Oh, yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I don't know what it is, but they can't keep it. I mean, it's been the same thing for three seasons. We see it all the time. And especially when you get in episodes five and six, and it's like, great, you're bringing in Tiara, the chicken enthusiast, and Shoshana, and five couples are already coupled up and have been coupled up right. for two weeks. It's like, these people have no chance. Why are we even bringing them on? It's we also, know they're not going to last. Another problem with the show is when you rely on having so many people in the rotation, you, like, dilute your, your crop, basically. So... You know, they need like almost they go for like more people opposed to like the bigger stars. Like they would have been better if they had like Nick and Josh and Evan and Jared and like that was it. And then like like the twins, Kayla and like Ashley or something like that. Like they they just need to like yeah. focus on quality, not quantity, with the people they get involved, and then yeah. come up with a better um like a better uh like a better conceit basically, or like something similar yeah. to like Dating Naked. Where do you watch Dating Naked? Yeah. So there's like the one central couple and each week they kind of like try on new people and decide if they want the new people or whoever they already have. Like that kind of thing would be good yeah. too. Like actually dating Nakin is a very good idea for them because what would happen would be like Ashley and Jared are like the couple and it's like then they have other people thrown at them and they have to keep repeatedly deciding each week do I want to be with Jared or do I want to be with this new guy? And then it sort of is very similar but but you're subjected to less filler that way. Yeah, I mean, I, I know Brett got involved and, in you know, caused the Izzy breakup, but if Brett, Carl, and, you know, Ryan Beckett never showed up on the show, uh, I think we would have been fine. Like, I don't it, – it wasn't a big deal because nobody remembered them anyway from their season. And right. the other thing is, like you said, with Josh and Amanda, like, okay, once Josh and Amanda were together, obviously they were together every day and their mouths were stuck to each other. But at some point, I think the show needs to incorporate, look, Josh or Amanda – you have to go out on a date with somebody else. Like, because when we knew Josh and Amanda were a couple, there's no, you bring new, somebody new in. If you, if you don't force Josh and Amanda to go see other people, then okay, great. What's their story? There's nothing, you know, it's almost like, yeah, they should be forced to go out with somebody, even though Josh and Amanda are this tight couple or Lace and Grant are this tight couple. No, you need to go out with somebody else and we're forcing you to. And, but when they, when they have the option and everyone's like, they come in and they're like, well, who's coupled up? All right, well, Lace and Grant are coupled up. I'm not going to touch them. Well, then it's no fun. Like, how about you do touch them? And you do try and pull Grant away from Lace or vice versa. Like, that's what we need. And I think that's where I, I just, I don't know how they're going to incorporate it because it seems like they're pretty stuck on this format. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I yeah, mean. Yeah, you got to move them off of it. Um, yeah. Well, I'm, uh, you know. I'm looking forward to, to next season, and I think I think we have a lot of bachelor goodness ahead of us. I'm glad I'm happy. Paradise is over. It was a slog by the end. Um, yeah. so, Steve, thank you so much for calling in. I'm sure I'm sure I'll talk to you in uh, in January when when next season is back, and we'll be. Uh, which I, yeah. If you're interested in spoilers, everyone should go to realitysteve.com to follow along next taping in real time. Yep. Nah, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, always going to talk to you, Steve. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you so much for listening to Bachelor Party. 
Nick's season won't be back till January, but don't worry, you won't have to wait that long for more of me. I got some Lipman freestyles planned. I'll be back. And of course, listen to Jam Session every other Wednesday for me and Amanda Dobbins talking about celebrity news and much more. This coming Wednesday, we'll be diving deep into Bridget Jones's baby. See the movie, listen to the pod, and I'll be back soon. 